Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Gaming Manifesto, the official gaming podcast of RobotRepublic.com. Uh, with me today, I actually have Riku and T. There is no Marcus. He's he just couldn't be asked with it. But uh, if you want to say hello, hey, no. hey, okay. Uh, so today we're talking about the Nintendo Direct that drops last night, as of the point we're recording this. Um, okay, so I'll be up front. Haven't gone and watched it yet. Had a quick skim through, but I know both of you have at least skimmed through it or watched it. So I want to hear your thoughts. Tell us what 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 do we start with? What's what's uh what's most exciting you about it? Riku, go first. Um, we actually have a release year, not not a release day or a date, but a year for the um, release of Bayonetta 3, which is coming out next year, which I'm very excited about. Oh, that's not too bad. If they say next year, I mean, admittedly, everything so far has gone for, you know, whatever year, it's always the year after or the year after that. So release schedules are kind of useless at the moment anyway. But um, if they say next year, probably it's, it's probably going to happen, right? When did the last one come out? Like seven um, years ago. <laughs> Are we waiting for an answer on me? Or? I, I have I, no idea. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it was like 2015. I will just double check that. Well, it's it's not a game that really like, enthralls me anyway. Just I love it. I can make cry right? with, with hair. It's like a hack, hack and slash game in there? Yeah. That what it is? yeah. yeah. It's like Devil May Cry, but it was 2014 that came out. Uh, it's a like hack and slash Devil May Cry game, but you play as a witch with magic hair. Oh, okay, that is pretty cool. That's me a little bit. That's... <laughs> just like, you know, ultimate moves. She just like grows and wraps hair around herself and it's just like, come at me, motherfucker. <laughs> See? Love it. When we get to the uh, RoboCup later on, I think you're in for a hard time, T. The fact that Riku has just made me um, <laughs> made me quite into Bayonetta just by saying you play as a witch with magic hair. Yeah, well, I'm just not passionate about it enough, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I've played Brain now. What's, what's got? What about you two? What have you been vibing on from the Nintendo showcase? Oh, right. Um, probably probably Disco Elysium most. I've been wanting to play it, but I don't have a very good PC. And what do you know about it. that game? Because like, um, I've heard a review from another podcast, and it made me kind of want to play it. But I actually don't really know anything about how the game works, what its story is or anything like that. Uh, my friend Luke was telling me about it. He said, like... I should have looked into it more. I thought like, Marcus <laughs> would be here and he'd be able to just tell he, He's me the one that knows things, I know. This is, <laughs> this is a struggle, really. Um, I was going to pretend like... I'd seen the show as well at the beginning, and I thought, nah, people people see right through that. They'll recognise me as, a, as the fraud I am. 
Well, okay, so I don't know. If anyone's played it and is listening to me try and describe what my friend told me about two years ago, then <laughs> they're going to be like, that's not what it is at all. But this is what I kind of remember. Is you're like a detective and you have like, oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, there's like proper, I really like games that have like choices and the choices affect the story and it really does that in a really interesting way. That's what I've heard um, about it. Like it is, it's mostly, um, it's kind of like a D like a D&D campaign. It's all done on kind of dice rolls. Like you choose to do something or say something, and then they there's you know a dice roll that takes place in the background, and you can just straight up fuck it up and get like a critical fail on it. And do, do you have like stuff in your head or something? You get these like these things like in your head, and they can like talk to each other and stuff. I don't know. You tell me about it, and you said <laughs> it really well, and I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. And I thought I'll just wait till I play it to look into it properly, and I haven't. But I'm, I'm hyped, and I regret mentioning it because I didn't have to explain it. Someone could tell me about why I should play it again because I was looking forward to it. It's a game that's got a lot of like, I think they got banned in Australia for like drug use and stuff. So, like, yeah, I don't know why you'd ban a game for drug use. Like, you can kill whatever you want, but you can't like take drugs. It's, it's, see what's it's just Australia, though, isn't it? Their government's a bit like, oh no, drugs. We must protect our children from drugs. Yes, because that's been proven to work with abstinence and other things. Well, like in Australia, think, the uh, rule is if you if you if you're taking drugs in a game for a benefit, so even stuff like stims in like Fallout have to be like replaced and things like that. Um, <laughs> with you know really? other, other things, yeah. If, if you take a drug and it causes a positive effect, or you know potentially even like a negative one, but something that's kind of amusing, or whatever, it's it gets banned, just instantly banned. Wow. You, you, you think uh, like a country that was like built built by like criminals would probably be a bit cooler about drugs. <laughs> you probably be yeah. cool, they're criminals. They should be cool. <laughs> Maybe that's why we move up the other way. Like, no, we don't do any of those things. <laughs> We're breaking reformed. the stereotype. <laughs> but uh yeah, so well tell me tell me I need someone to tell me exactly what happens in this uh, Nintendo Direct really. So go on, uh, take me through it. Riku, take me through it. Uh no, we had a uh, Monster Hunter Rise expansion is coming out next year. Uh, is that the same one we got advertised a few months ago at like E3? Monster Hunter Rise was, yeah, and then we're getting an expansion for it next year, which they announced last night. Right, okay. Um, which looks quite cool. There was like some big scary red dragon. It's called Sunbreak. There was a red dragon in the thing. It was very short. Um, lots of purple and orange lighting. It looked very twilighty. It was quite... I don't know. It was, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, yeah, that looks quite cool. Have yet to play Monster Hunter Rise, so I can't comment on whether the game's any good or not. But I was like, "Well, that looks quite cool." Monster Hunter um, Rise is the one that's like a, it's not like your typical Monster Hunter, is it? It's uh, like a different style. It looks more like it's a, not like anime. Monster Hunter. It's not like Monster Hunter World. Mm. It's more focused and such. Like it's more story driven and stuff. Monster Hunter World's very open worldy, mooch around, kill things. Whereas this is like more narratively driven and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looked, it looked quite cool from the very short amount that we actually saw. Um, I've just got I've got my notes up from Tubber thing I was recording earlier. Um, we got more. We got a better look at uh, Metroid Dread. Ah, uh, so I am quite. Uh, I say I'm excited about. It. I'm probably not going to end up playing it. Um, You've got a Metroid T-shirt on. <laughs> Shut up! Don't don't go pointing this. <laughs> so this is a T-shirt from like a uh, you know a loot box. I really am, aren't I? <laughs> Here first people he I is like, an absolute fraud it looks good i just don't really play on my switch <laughs> to be honest but yeah sorry <laughs> i thought so you put that on because you're hyped for metroids like yeah, you're doing a like podcast and you've got it on is it just <laughs> what was clean 
No, sorry, loot loot box of sorts. <laughs> but Oh, one of those I like this t-shirt, so I'm gonna wear it. And then when someone goes, Oh my god, what's your favorite Metroid game? You just stand there staring in space like what? Pretty much, yeah. You know all the uh the the kids with like Guns N' Roses t shirts that haven't got a clue or whatever about any of the songs, that is just me equivalent in games. In fact, I actually have a couple of like game shirts I've got from these that are from games I just don't play. Like, they never send me anything from like, you know, Gears of War or like, I don't know if I want to wear a Gears of War shirt, it feels a bit grim and dark. I'm trying too hard. <laughs> um Edgelord. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Met- Metroid Dread does actually look really quite cool, but it also, even if I did have access to it, there's a sort of level of terror to it, which I don't know if I could handle. Because you're getting chased down a lot by like that like robot dog, right? What's the robot dog? It's like a robot. It looks dog. like Gladys. It's like a dog version of Gladys from Portal, but angry and aggressive. It hunts you down. Do you like make friends with the dog? Do you think? Yeah. Well, I think like the Maybe bit the that end. they showed us. She was like, I it was I it was like quarter past eleven at night, and I'd had a very long day, so my retaining <laughs> of information was minimal. Welcome but to I the do least informed gaming podcast <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I mean, that, that might as well be our tagline. tagline name change now. Could we just pretend we all watch it, just name stuff we think might be on it? <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean, new, it's, it's a Nintendo thing. They, they definitely spoke about Mario. They definitely spoke about Kirby. Um, what I want is Star Fox. Star Fox would be something I'd like to see. Lilac Wars was like my favourite game as a kid. Does anyone play that one? I'm uh, not going to blank spaces. I'm glad I've hit something you haven't played. I played Lilac Wars. Yeah, Lilac Wars is great. Shoot a big monkey's head at the end. Amazing. You're just giving away the whole game. I won't play Sorry, it. spoilers. Over. Spoilers like Save 20 year old game. <laughs> um, God, no, it's nearly 30 now, isn't it? Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> Please don't. don't <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, we got some more show. They showed us, like, the fact that the planet you're on has got, like, three or four distinct biomes. Your standard forest, water, icy world, water world, and then a fire world, which has got slightly different things. There's some lore-based things. Uh, They've got a website up, which has got, like, more information about the enemies and the planet and everything, which they're updating kind of, like, periodically on run-up to release. It looked quite cool. They're putting a lot of work into it. Um, The game itself looks quite exciting as well. It's kind of gone back to, like, side-scrollery kind of proper old school metroidvania yeah because that appeals 2D. to me a lot more than the uh, 3d versions of metroid it's like it, yeah. it looked like a really quite generic sort of uh you know suited up in a robot futuristic armor shooting guns game before but when it's on side scroller i can kind of cope with that seems more my kind of thing yeah whilst well, being chased down by gladys the well, demon yeah, robot the, dog then that ruins it for me and i'm never gonna see it so <laughs> <laughs> um, too scary they are there was, there was that. Um, oh, I tell you what, we are getting um, a which I'm excited about. Not the remake version, but a Switch port of the original Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, cool! The original Bioware game. Yeah, that that kind of works. Cause I've, I I played that on um, PC for a little bit, but uh, I just don't play on my PC very much. Even again, I don't play on my Switch. I don't play games. Never really, would you, never really touch. Would touch a game to be honest, but. Would, would you do in that game? I always hear people hyping it and like, eh, Star Wars. But is it good? Is it a thing? Is it what you want? Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I played it. I was a bit late to the party. I ended up playing it on Xbox 360 because I grew up on a PlayStation 1 and 2. Um, but I played it on X360. Um, it kind of It's all based around kind of like an ancient Sith Lord who becomes a Jedi and then becomes a Sith again and stuff. It's all very yo-yoing and whatnot, but it was like one of the kind of like standout RPGs where the decisions you make actually have an impact on the story. Oh, like that. That sounds um, good. So a lot of different kind of, endings in it. 
yeah you've got a couple of different endings and stuff. it kind of paved the way really for what are now the kind of basic bioware rpgs it's like your dragon ages and your mass effects and stuff mm. kind of the choice systems and the narrative decisions they made in that kind of came from that game and the original boulders gate game and stuff so that yeah. that's exciting i mean it's not obviously going to be like the really super fancy completely remade version oh. but is it actually being um is the graphics improved from the original on- it looks like it the short bit they showed us it looks a lot it looks less shit Okay, so I think that actually dated. might appeal because it looks it, less dated. Like, I feel like this new one they're doing for the PlayStation is going to be like a fully, you know, like Final Fantasy VII, totally different combat style, basically an entirely different oh. game. Um, I mean, so, they're even so rewriting a lot of the story. But, but yeah, this is the thing. A lot of people love that game because of what that game was in the first place. So changing it to an entirely different game doesn't work for a lot. So, uh, yeah, having this version of it, where it is just the original game, but with shinier graphics or slightly better graphics because it's the Switch, is great. Like, I think that'll sell, well, not probably as well as the shiny new PlayStation one, but to a lot of the old heads that had played the original, more likely to this is, want to play this. When they showed it, they said that it's coming out next year, I think, which is going to be about a year or two ahead of when the actual, or, mm. well, I mean, to be fair, we don't even have a date for the Kota remake. All we had was that announcement bit with Revan lighting up his lightsaber at the end that did still hype me up regardless which was really exciting not gonna lie i got very excited for that but yeah um it that's apparently it's coming out i think they said it was coming out next year at some point um which is cool because it means that you know people will be able to play the original kota and get hyped for the kota remake so from a marketing perspective well done whoever has decided to do that mm, yeah well kota's back on everyone's lips release a port of it what's is it, kota is that knights of the old republic oh Wait, in, <laughs> what, what is it called that? Why is it called? Is that a person in it, or is that an acronym? I'm trying to work it's out. It's Jedi Knights of the Old Republic. So you don't. You say you're not a Star Wars a Star Wars guy. I think not really. But have no. you seen them? Like, have you seen them at all? I've seen most of them. Yeah. So you know, it like happens, the Old Republic with like all the Republic in the um, prequel trilogy. That's it happens about a thousand to two thousand years ish before Episode One. So I've watched Episode. Four, five, six, one, two, and the first. If you're gonna one. get three, okay. I've not seen three. <laughs> Three's the best. Uh, I just didn't get around to it. And then I watched the new one they did, and that was shit. And then I watched half of Jedi one, whatever, and just fell asleep. I was like, you know what? I just watched Lord of the Rings again. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. enough. Um, no, after about, I think it's about two thousand. Possibly like two, two and a half thousand years ish, maybe a bit more. There'll probably be someone who will listen to this and be like, "Oh my god, he got the date wrong." Deal with that. Before you more annoyed at me, just snubbing Star Wars. <laughs> this is this isn't the nerdverse podcast. This is the gaming one, people. If you don't yeah, like you the fact that we're dates, our dates aren't specific. Get over yourselves. Okay, check um, out the, the the into the nerdverse podcast. Yeah. For other opinions that are usually wrong and will infuriate you. So. Um, uh, yeah, no, it takes it takes a place a few thousand years before episode one, kind of like in stuff that they wrote in like was it the eighties? I think they were the eighties and nineties. They wrote all these books to expand the lore and stuff. Did they make um, those books canon? Like, did Disney make the books? No, they, they actually no. did the opposite. Disney, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went none of all that lore and you know history of Star Wars that you absolutely love and adore. Fuck it, fuck it right <laughs> off. We're replacing it with some new shit. Which, um, I've read some of the new shit, sorry, but like, yeah, I imagine there's a lot of pissed off old head Star Wars fans. Oh, do you, do you know what my favourite Star Wars, like, theory was, which would actually make me want to watch it? I know which you're going to say, go for it. The, um, uh, what's it called? The Darth, like, Jar Jar? Darth Binks. Darth Jar Jar. 
But that would be so cool if they, if everyone didn't just go fuck Jar Jar Binks. Turn um, that sort of prattful character into the the big antagonist. That would be amazing. That's not even such a good idea. I don't know whether uh, what's his name Lucas was planning that, but it would have been the amazing. evidence is pretty good though, isn't it? Like I, yeah. I, I don't believe. I, I reckon it probably wasn't. But at the same time, when you watch that kind of like the video where they put together all the different things, and you're like, man, it could be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Also, like a lot of the uh, spaceships, the Star Destroyers from that era, they have like the top of them that kind of like Jar Jar Binks' his, his face. So I'm, I'm going right. to maintain, I'm going to push this theory. <laughs> yeah, they do. You look a bit like it. Coincidentally, I'm sure. Right. But... It'll come to it'll come to fruition in the next trilogy that they're writing. They'll just re- retcon everything Who's about doing that? Universe. Who's doing the new trilogy? Because I remember when, um, what they named the fucking D&D from... Game of Thrones were going to do a trilogy. Yeah. And they just fobbed off the ending so they can go and write their trilogy. And then and got, got sacked because of it. No one wanted them anymore after yeah. fobbing off the I end of Game of Thrones. So happy about them getting yeah. sacked off of that. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Do, do you know who's doing the new trilogy? Or have they not? Like, I don't they think just it's anything. No, they've just kind like of. No, I mean, I read a thing the other I think it was yesterday or the day before where they were just like, apparently they're going to resurrect Kylo Ren. And I was like, at this point, why not? <laughs> Yeah, I, I've stopped giving <laughs> any shit about Star Wars, to be honest. I love Star Wars, but I also, you know, like every other Star Wars fan, I still hate most of the films. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, that's not true. I love the I love the prequels and stuff still. So, um, but yeah, like, I've got some. We, we've we've discussed me and Rico have discussed in length our problems with some of the newer stuff. Isn't like um, in episode not episode two, oh, two of the new ones. What's it? The Last Jedi or whatever. Mm. Like. Didn't look, cause I like Rian Johnson as a director. I think he's really good. Um, we can, we're no uh, longer speaking. <laughs> he's a good director. His other, I've not watched that much of that film, but his other films are really good. He's like a really good indie film. Well, was an indie film director, and I was really it, shocked. Independent, little he, small indie film. Star he was Wars. to begin with, yeah. but then like he ended up doing Star Wars, and I was like really surprised by it. Um, but yeah, he just like threw all of what Abrams did out, didn't he? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I just, and then they got the original. Before. The original director guy Abraham's back for the third, so it kind of just felt like they were back and forth throwing each other's like setups so, out. I like it. I like the spite. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> that one thing it I really was, most, to be but... fair. When you watch them like one after the other, you just kind of go, ah, retcon, 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 and then in the next film, retcon, 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 retcon. <laughs> I might need to watch them just to just to see the uh, the it's sort insane. of tantrum between the It did, the two it did entirely tear apart any enthusiasm I have for like any. Star Wars films coming out. I do what I want now. I don't. I don't care. I'm actually fully anticipating the eventual Star Wars Marvel, you know, universe crossovers, and I, I don't bring it on because I of, say like, no. just don't give a shit. <laughs> so I don't. I, I can't. Can't deal with it because isn't Star Wars based like millions of years ago or something? Yeah, long time ago, galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Somehow in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. I mean, maybe they they've gone through space in Marvel. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> at this point. Well, we've got the multiverse back in Marvel now, so you know there's probably some way Disney will work it so that there's a link between Star Wars and Marvel. They'll be like, multiverse means we can go like this. During that thing in the new uh, Spider-Man where he's going through the different like dimensions or whatever, you're gonna have him like swing through Hoff, and there's gonna be like just a, he's be attached to the bottom of an Atat as he goes through and then through the portal, and that's how they're gonna seed the idea. Oh, it bother <laughs> me because he goes he talks about Star Wars in it, and it would bother me. But if they made that, they yeah, goes, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I, I hate, I hate the multiverse they make. I like the idea of them doing the multiverse because I'd love them to do secret wars, but I don't want Sony 
fucking shit Spider-Man in, in it. Do you not like um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man? I love Tom Holland. I don't want the other ones. I don't want like them yeah, no, I don't like the way they like. Uh, what's his name? Tom Hardy, Venom. I, Venom was a piece of shit film. Um, <laughs> I can't really see anything else. Sony a bit like when they advertise. What's the one with the vampire guy? Morpheus. Morpheus. Oh god, Morpheus. With what bloody? That, uh, that looks. I'm like about shit. to say something and realise I'm going to be really liable, so I won't. <laughs> 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 yeah. What's his name? Um, all those accusations about him. The, the James, James Gunn won't work with him. Oh, really? I'm not surprised. He yeah. sounds like a twat. Like yeah. the stuff he was doing for Suicide Squad just makes him sound like such a prick. Yeah, there's like loads of stuff about him back in back in the past, but I don't. I feel I probably shouldn't yeah. say. <laughs> Allegedly, lots of bad things. Anyway, <laughs> just gonna turn into that Red Sun podcast. And then, right, so back onto the. <laughs> <laughs> There goes that tangent. Let's bring it back on track now. Nintendo, yeah. Tell us, um, tell us the next thing we're talking about. I'm actually watching it as we're going along. I've just seen Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I was the next one I was going to bring up. Actually, there's a, there's a new Kirby game coming out for people that like Kirby. No, that's cool. Kirby's alright. He literally like devours people and then turns into him. He's like some crazy alien. It look, I mean, it looks quite cool from what they showed. You know, you can eat a guy. You get a cool little like Link hat. And a miniature master sword sort of thing and you can go hack and slash things as kirby dressed as link which looked quite cool i mean totally they totally stole that from smash brothers ultimate yeah. but you know we'll, we'll live with it it's like um, thing, kirby's cute big fan of like kirby as a thing in things i can't play a whole game of kirby though <laughs> i don't know i was looking at it last night going it looks interesting but it looked like they kind of just I, initially i thought they'd made like some like chibi near automata game because that's um, it looks quite like it was like it started combat. off with like all these like really bright looking cities that looked like the kind of ruined mall from near automata and i was like oh are we getting a chibi near game and then it was like kirby i was like oh fuck <laughs> okay that's like, not so the reaction they wanted <laughs> i'm not a um i'm not particularly nintendo i'd like the n64 but i never played really the nintendo character games so my hatred of Kirby isn't there like it seems to be with people. <laughs> I don't have a hatred of Kirby. No. I was just like, you, it made it, it look like Near Automata, and because like, it looked like Near Automata, I got excited. And then it was just here's a black, here's, is, here's the pink ball. They need to like they can't just use Mario every time. Um, yeah. So like if they go if they're going through their kind of roster, like Donkey we're just Kong's having the Weezy's mansion, Donkey, right? So what's that? Donkey Kong's good. Just yeah, Donkey Kong that should also game. happen, yeah. like and become yeah, a thing. But, good. Yeah, Kirby, yeah. Just feels like a spin-off we didn't want. So what I always feel about Kirby games. Same with Yoshi. <laughs> no, they're interesting. Yeah, with side games. character getting a main role. Maybe for they some should reason. get all the side characters and make a game around them. Put Waluigi in it as well, and it'd be be fun. I think. Oh, we well, got that. Solo was, game would be WarioWare. Awesome. Oh yeah. Just just take WarioWare and just add some Kirby levels into it. That's it. So <laughs> that's what we need, Nintendo. That's what we need. Well, I'm on Team Kirby here. He can literally devour people and then absorb their powers. So there's so many different you know ways of playing then, in like an open world kind of combat thing. I know I'm sticking with it. I'm I'm gonna actually get dip it, this get Nintendo it. Switch and actually make use give, of it just out of spite it. now for this. Oh yeah, you're getting my point. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna buy this shitty Kirby game I don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna complete it. Does that mean we can record some stuff? Like, does that mean you're going to record stuff for the YouTube channel? Uh, oh yeah, well, do it depends. It. Can it? Can you hook up a switch to the uh, like the yeah. cards? Yeah, just oh, plug yeah, it into a card. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do some uh, Kirby content. That's what people are dying to see. 
Oh no! I'd like you to have to like go through the whole Kirby game and just listen to your just lack of enthusiasm my, as you get my through. My eyes, the life in them just dies as I go on level after la- level after level. <laughs> no, I'm 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 down for it. I'm good for it. I'm now watching a. Uh, um, it looks like what are the Nintendo like people called Mies or Mies. something. Mies. Good yeah, them dancing with Disney characters. Yeah. In like the oh, shittiest yeah, graphics like, uh, I've seen in a game for years. It was a. <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was a. I don't want to say a DS game. It might have been a Switch game. Wasn't it? it was an old Disney game that they're re-releasing on Switch. Um, I don't know a lot about it. I mean, I looked at it more as you can wander around Disney parks and interact with Disney characters okay. with your me. It's just, it's just. I find it funny because obviously, since the Switch, uh, not the Switch, since the Wii came out, it was like, look, you can create a little digital avatar of yourself oh, that looks a little bit like you. And they're just like, <laughs> they're just like, we've not had a me game in about a year. What are we all? Disney, we've still got a contract with them. Let's just like shoehorn the me so they're still vaguely relevant. Well, they had that. So I remember on like Xbox 360 or something, you had like uh, Keflings, Kingdom of Keflars or something. Oh, know. Kingdom for Keflings was great though. And you played as your little your little avatar, right? Yeah, but you were a big avatar because you were God. Oh, sick. But uh, you were God yeah, to like, the Keflings. I know, I just feel like that was from a time that a while great. ago, so keeping this uh, me thing going. No, good. Did you never play? Did you never play Kingdom for Catholics? Never had like an Xbox. I need to, I'm going to get an Xbox like for the next generation. The generation the series now. Yeah. Uh, oh no! I spent hours on Kingdom. For I then spent even longer on World for Catholics. What is it? Tell me. What, 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 what Basically, they're like these. This is completely off topic, but the Catholics are like teeny <laughs> tiny little people, and then you rock up with your giant Xbox avatar is effectively God. And it's basically, it's like, you know, I can see why you liked it. The power trip you would have got from that. <laughs> the power trip was insane. Could you kill your um, uh, Keflings and stuff? Was it like I, I could crush them? It's been quite a while. We're looking at about 13 years since I actually played the games. Um, but you like, you know, you built things, you built hospitals, you built research places, you built magic towers, you could have wizard Keflings. It was really cool. And then World for Keflings expanded on it on a bit more. I didn't play that as much. That sounds actually um, right. I was like hours into it in single sittings. We didn't play it over as much of a long period of time. It was quite cool. It was like kind of like, you know, um, like the kind of fairy, the old school computer RTS games where you just basically build uh, civilizations and stuff like that, where you just build things. But it was a little bit more quirky, campy and cute um, um, with it. your giant Xbox avatar as basically God. And then you'd have to go off and pick things up and bring them back to the village. And like, you know, if they needed wood you go and basically just trundle through a forest and knock all the trees down and carry the wood back it was mm. quite cool that sounds like a nice black and white no, but you play as yourself rather than a giant monkey or whatever yeah no, it was it was, it was I, I enjoyed it to be fair but yeah basically it's what why don't we have that on switch why can't we have a kingdom for keflings on switch there well we they do though didn't they no, they, they straight up did the me thing there was like a me you know metopia that yeah. came out last year maybe or this year even yeah, it probably just lived on the radar because no one gives a shit about playing his little me anymore. But yeah, that was some sort of game like that, I think. They never look right. Every time I've tried to make a me look like me, it just always looks weird. And I'm just <laughs> not a fan of uh, the aesthetic of me. It's a very, very basic face. There's yeah. not much to them. Yeah, it's just, yeah, not enough customization. I feel yeah, like. I found that with the me's. I was like, why can't I? I have just black or red. I was like, where's the purple? My <laughs> Xbox avatar is more a who I want to be than who I am. So I've got like a big, big white beard, uh, white hair. I'm wearing a like a fairy tutu thing, and I'm riding a unicorn, like, and I'm like quite stout looking and 
Butch, I like it. <laughs> for for the people that are listening, you actually cannot see how unbelievably happy the look on his face is as he describes this. <laughs> he does make me happy. Like Every time I see my avatar, I'm like, what? what like king? the kind of stereotypical five-year-old when they unwrap <laughs> their Christmas present to find a bright red bicycle is the look on his face when he was describing that. So if I could march around on my unicorn, ending cities or, you know, like getting wood or whatever. So yeah, bring back Kefla. Kingdom of Kefling. Yeah, I, I think it's still on, I think it's on Game Pass or something no, like that because it was like an Xbox only title oh, on Game Pass. I don't think so. But I don't, oh, like, I'll check actually. I'll double check. But yeah, because it, it, it was one of those Xbox Live things from like a live arcade they did, I believe, like where there was a load of free games or something like that from back in the 360 era. Yeah, I remember that it didn't cost me anything to play, and I was just like, "God, this is great." Hmm. Um. So I've just I've gone through that, and I've gone. I'm now on Metroid. Show me Metroid. You know, whatever. Yeah, it looks good. But the one a second ago, Metroid fan. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm gonna have to buy this. I'm gonna have to get really into Switch after this. The amount of commitments I've kind of been making about stuff. Good console, you should get it. Well, the thing is, right? I love my Switch. I feel like I'm being tricked by Nintendo as I'm watching this. Like, there was one a minute ago, and it had that, um, uh, like, Octopath Traveler sort of style, like, RPG design. Yeah. And, like, that game seems, like, Octopath Traveler in itself, like, I'm sure it's great, but it's turn-based combat, which I don't really be hassled with, and I don't really have time to really get involved in the characters, so it's, you know, like, I tend to skip cutscenes uh, and that kind of stuff. What do you like about games, then? <laughs> Just kicking back, playing them, you know. I like my game to be over in about 10 hours, ideally. I don't want to spend too long on the same thing. Most Nintendo games you can complete in about uh, 10 not to one 15 of those, hours. Like Octopath Traveler is quite a quick game, I believe. Is it? It's not a, yeah, it's not a massive game. Okay. Yeah, for a Square Enix game, it's quite kind of... But yeah, seeing that, seeing that happen, even though I know that's not the type of game I like to play generally, just... I think the nostalgia that's making me feel with the idea I can play it in the back of a car while like that, a parent drives me somewhere. Of, <laughs> you've just watched the one about the card game, haven't you? I saw no, that was like earlier. It's like, it's like a hand-drawn yeah. JRPG, but with cards and stuff. We look quite cool. I don't, I can't remember the name of it because, like I said, I watched it. Like, cool. I've but, watched it. But yeah, no, I think I think that feeling it makes you want like just holding the switch and you know it reminds me of being on the Game Boy in the back of the car having a great old time. But that's just not going to be my life at any point ever now. So, like, yeah. Could you not, like, hire someone to pretend to be your parent and drive you around while you're on your Switch in the back? I mean, <laughs> technically I could. <laughs> but I guess if I ever have a driver one day, then I can really start living the Switch life. Oh, shit. Sorry, we've just got to a good bit here. It's now the bit I'm excited about from the Nintendo Direct when they're uh, talking about the N64 games that they're releasing. Yeah. yeah. So my, my issue with that is, um, so, uh, like, so one of the games, Ocarina of Time, I, it's on everything. I've got it on my game, my um, like the uh, remake they did. Uh, it's been re-released so many times that it's not really excited me. Basically, then, the Nintendo version of Skyrim at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got fucking Super Mario sixty four, which they just released. They just yeah. released again and took it off again because they're dicks. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's all because there's an, it's a new subscription service and you can have an N64 controller with your Switch and it's like, for no. 40 pounds. 40 yeah. quid for an N64 controller, I, which, let's be serious now, was the most hand-cripplingly awkward it's fucking iconic. controller ever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not useful for anything, really. Yes, it's iconic in the way that you're basically holding a controller with a horse dick in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But I don't know, it kind of feels what what's the actual cost on that subservice? That's the thing, because like Nintendo's online is, you know, like the cheapest of the kind of online services. I think it's like twenty quid for a year. But it doesn't really give you anything. But like uh yeah, if 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 it was like what, like another tenner for the rest of the year and you get to play these old games, it won't be though. It's gonna be like ten pounds a month, I reckon, or something slightly high. But yeah, pl- pl- playing some of the old um I can see Star Fox sixty four, see I'm buzzed about that. Yeah, another game they can remake over and over. Yeah. Mm. You've also got all the old Sega Genesis games on there as well, though, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, so that just got, came like, up. The old and... original Castlevania games and stuff, which looks cool. Like, if we're to relive an old console war from the olden days, I mean, Nintendo won here. You can now play your Sega games on your Nintendo Switch because Sega just don't have the console anymore. Like, well, like that. What? It feels like a total victory. Do either of you know why Dreamcast didn't become the thing? Because it was like the best console when it came out. It was like so more advanced than the other ones. I don't know, actually. I probably confusing. have watched a video on it at some point. Probably was pricing or something like that, but... I can't you could, like, connect to the internet and shit, and that was, like... Yeah, it was, like, proper groundbreaking when it came out. Like, the With memory like... card. You could put, like, you yeah. play little games in your memory card and shit. It was, like, well... Wasn't cool. it lack... Of, it was the lack of games that were available on it, I think. Well, I think Resident Evil 4, wasn't that, we'll like, originally look. an exclusive for the GameCube? We'll have a look. I do like the I like the um, idea. I actually did an article a while back about basically we we had a Phil big Phil from Xbox talking about you know like how the good things on the PlayStation controller. So I've made some suggestions about things we could get for a you know a, re, a revitalized Xbox controller going forward. And like brought up the uh, the say the the Dreamcast little plug-in memory card where you have like a little mini game kind of like a Tamagotchi yeah. have like a Tamagotchi cool. Master Chief in there or something. I got- my girlfriend got me a Tamagotchi for my birthday. That's amazing. That's amazing. I kept, kept going on about that. Yeah, I keep thinking about it, but I'm just like, oh, they're kind one. of expensive, and I don't know if I, you know, I, it will die. Like, I'll kill it. But tell me, how is it? Give me a quick review. Well, she got me the, you know, the Gutamara, like the weird egg thing. It's the part nice. Of the yeah, she got me that, and it's excellent, but it's, for some reason it's in French. Oh, so oh. she sent it back, so I'm going to have to get another one. I mean... I wasn't that bothered because I was like, you know, it's like I can learn French from it. It's only <laughs> yeah. a few words, but you know, uh, I'd rather have it in my native language because it's easier, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Uh, so apparently, uh, the reason the Dreamcast failed was because it came out. It cost several hundred pounds more than the PlayStation Two. Yeah, and is. then to rectify the fact that they weren't selling as well sega kept dropping the price which resulted in the console then being sold for a massive loss resulting in sega having to then just basically say fuck it and then they went down the software route and just started making games and selling their ips to make some of the recom some of the losses of the dreamcast see this is the most ridiculous thing why i always get like frustrated with any kind of the console war nonsense you get on uh, twitter the console war is almost always won by whichever is cheapest. Like it's not, it's, there's nothing more to it really. Whichever know, console comes out a hundred quid less than the other wins. That's just how it like, goes. Uh, the VHS and Betamax war, and Betamax was the better one. Mm. But the reason it lost to VHS was because VHS had pornography on it. So oh really? Yeah. And they didn't the do Betamax with no, porn. no Betamax porn. That's why. Why do you VHS know these won. things? <laughs> Someone clearly had a Betamax in their house I, as a I child. Frustratedly, damn this Betamax. I don't know where I knew that from. And it, it might not be true. Sometimes I mostly write about weird facts I know. Yeah, no, sometimes... I'm willing to tell everyone that that is if it's a fact and you know, 100% confirmed. 
So yeah, spread it. Definitely but, a talking point uh, party, isn't it? It's just kind of like, oh, did you know that Betamax <laughs> failed because it didn't have porn? So you have to leave. Just watch the whole room <laughs> of people turn around and go, what? <laughs> <laughs> but like um, the the DVD versus HD, like, D, like, I don't know what the other one, what was it? Does anyone remember? HD, it was DVD Blu-ray or something? And H- Blu-ray yeah. versus HD DVD. I don't know if it was yeah. HD DVD. Oh, Blu-ray, right. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's because PlayStation it was... had Blu-ray. PlayStation, yeah, that was it, wasn't yeah. it? PlayStation had a Blu-ray player PS... built into it. The PS3 had a Blu-ray player built into it, and I also think the Blu-ray discs had a slightly higher storage capacity. I'm sure there was one that was DVD as well, because like, I, I know PlayStation, like the ad, the adoption of DVD as a format, like the fact that the PlayStation 2 was a cheap console you could get, which was a DVD player as well. Yeah, what, what was competing against DVD? Was there anything? Or they... just, there was something. Laser disc? Sure. Was it laser disc? Was that, that, was that might have been. I don't, know. We, I don't know if any of us are informed enough. We've got a researcher here. Go I've enjoyed talking about archaic technology on the yeah. podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wasn't laser disc the, um, like, like, before video and stuff as well, though, right now? I, I don't that was know. Like, the, the one that was, like, huge. Yeah, I don't know. I remember people we used to say about in old TV shows like you had like someone bougie some bougie nerd that have Star Wars on laser disc yeah because it had so much better frame quality or something but it's just <laughs> yeah way more than I don't know I'm mocking nerds after I like literally had to have a go at you earlier for not, not liking Star Wars enough so <laughs> I would definitely have a laser disc of Star Wars if I could <laughs> just for the collection yeah that's fine that's just fine. oh video so. CD video and CD then... Video CDs versus DVDs. Um, it's got better the ring to it, DVD, because it's like too much video CD to say. Yeah. Um, and again, DVD won because it had greater storage space compared to the CD. I've literally just got a Wikipedia page open now, like a right sad twat. Wait, which, one, which one had the more storage space? Uh, DVDs had a more storage uh, space. Okay. So it was um, the better product as well. Video CD, yep. Um, and then the DVDs then went up against DIVX, not to be confused with DivX, the kind of coding thing, uh, which was a rental scheme uh, where the end consumer would purchase two to three dollar discs similar to DVDs, but could only view the disc for forty-eight hours. One huh. well, then the disc just threw away. <laughs> like and then you just working. then you just basically had an, an, an empty a disc that didn't work, and you took it back to the rental store, and then they put something else on it. Oh, okay. So basically, that was oh. that sounds an awful lot like Netflix before. Well, like Netflix. blockbusters, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it was like blockbuster, but up. slightly. That's more actually alright. That's like a renewable that's, that's version of yeah. uh, like DVD. So they like you can take it back to the shop. They fill it up with a new film. Come out. So I thought first you meant like it works for two hours and then you literally just chuck it's it away. And I'm like, they just yeah. didn't give a shit about what's in the ocean back then, did they? Um, but yeah, a lot of it's because the movie industry basically went with DVDs over all other media because of storage space, the ability to put more onto a disc. Being on the PlayStation, I swear. My PS2 was Um, basically like, well, it was my first DVD player for the house. So I had a GameCube, so I had to get a separate DVD. Oh, no, we had a, a, my dad had a DVD player and then we got a PS2 and then it was like, the PS2 is now in the the conservatory. So you can watch DVDs out there while your mum and I watch films near ours like, cool. (laughs) <laughs> done I still don't think there's a better console design than the PS2 Slimline that's like still my favourite where the lid just like flips up and there's nothing built into the lid it's just a piece of plastic kind of that's a great little design it fits in your pocket it's amazing I quite now like we don't the... have to do with that at all 
I quite like the gamekeeper's design because it's just such a weird looking thing. Yes, I, I was just I, a box. Whatever. Want to keep telling us box. about uh, the gamecube? I, I can see you vibing so much for the gamecube right now. You need to go on. Let's do tell tell us why you love the gamecube. Well, it's got these tiny discs and it's a cube. And it's it's purple as well. It's quite nice. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? The best to... day was pitch ever. I was like, <laughs> I just had these tiny discs and it was a cube like. <laughs> I had hands on it. That's cool. I know this nostalgia. My mates used to play it when I was a teenager. We used to play Time Splitters together. And you know what? I started playing Time Splitters two again, and it's a piece of shit game. I hate it. <laughs> like those controllers are well shit. You can't aim anything with them. Like those little. Well, little I find this with um, the the N sixty four. I don't know if it's the same thing for that, but like uh, playing Goldeneye, like yeah. going back to try and play in that and realizing you can't run and aim at the same time. Oh, you God. have to stop. Yeah. Stand still to do the aiming and stuff. And oh, like... is that one going wrong on time splitters? I'm trying to run and aim at people. Probably. I'm really, str- really struggling to just get it. You've got like a little sniper, and like because the anal- the analog sticks are just an- a bit of a nightmare. Hmm. You're like trying to get and level and just keep it for a second while you shoot to get a stealth like sniper shot. And it just every time just like that, and I'm like, well, what's, what's, how did any? How did I think this was a good game? And I remember playing it with my friends and always getting killed because I was no good at it. <laughs> I'm still no good, and I think it was nostalgia of being my friends, not the game. Yeah, is what I've <laughs> Nostalgia of being beaten by your friends to an embarrassing yeah, level. Yeah, but it's a good time. It was a good yeah. time. But yeah, I'm taking back my love of the GameCube. I feel every time, <laughs> just in my head, just... it's great. It's why I remember all the pain involved in it. <laughs> I think it just ultimately comes back down to one very simple thing: is that Nintendo have yet to design a controller that isn't shit. Agreed. The, uh, the, mean, the, like, switch is the switch control the switch control is all right it's, it's not, not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's a definite it's a definite improvement on the gamecube the yeah, n64 GameCube's all right the controller oh, no. for the gamecube's quite no, good no it's, it's, it's no good I've just, I've not? Just it's got the same usual that. shape though yeah they're weird. no good they're really not good okay. um no. wii u controller well good it's like a tablet yeah. Big fan of the well, wii it's basically controller. the wii u controller is basically what a switch is now isn't it? I like the <laughs> I love the concept of the less It was just a more cumbersome switch. <laughs> Such cumbersome thing. I, I, I played. Um, I played. I think I've probably talked about this before, but played to- uh, Pokémon, like oh, Pokémon Tekken, and like okay. around. Ar- yeah, it was cool. Um, but you play. I played around someone's house, and like they're on the main screen with the controller, and I'm holding this like tablet thing, and it's got my own version, you know, view on my screen on the tablet, and I thought it was a well cool idea. I liked playing Smash on the Wii U for that exact reason. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Like, by the way, it, uh, it meant you didn't need to have like it wasn't split screen. You didn't need to have a second screen or anything like that. It was just one person on the big screen, and then if you were the friend, you got the poxy tiny little screen on the fucking Wii U controller. It's way cooler though. <laughs> Getting have it in the controller. Um, I just want to jump back onto the Nintendo Direct. I saw a bit of news pop up a moment ago that I'm really into. So obviously, we've seen there's a Mario film. Yes, yeah. and we have the some... castings. Very yeah. big names. Big names. Is this? A, I saw your tweet about it, T. Um, so is this a cartoon? It's not uh, live action. Yeah, it's like CGI. It's made by uh, Illumination. They did the uh, everyone's favorite Minion films. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... The salt in that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Illumination like, probably did a fairly good job. So they got Nintendo or like the executives that just being like they need it to be perfect. So they don't want another. Yeah. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers movie fiasco. I think they should just double down. Get the exact same actors back. 
I'm factual. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't get him. But but yeah, just just double down. He's good, Mario. The shitty policy. But, um, what makes me laugh about this, right, is they're going through the casting, and I got really excited because I like Jack Pax playing Bowser, and I've yeah, been thinking about great. it because I was recording Critical Update earlier, um, which is our new YouTube show, which is going live tomorrow, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yesterday, um, in fact. Or yesterday, Sunday. actually, yesterday, because <laughs> yeah, this comes out on a Sunday. Um, I was recording Critical Update earlier, I got really excited about the prospect of Bowser being played by Jack Black, and then I was like, wait a minute. It's literally going to be an entire film where you just hear Jack Black doing the whole Bowser ha 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 over and over again. I'm fine with that. I'm fine, what, but I can do a great job. What I, I like, though, the one that really jumped to me is just Charlie Day playing the yeah. Ouija. How good. Yeah, it's good. Um, the Ouija's my favourite out of the you know brothers. Obviously, Waluigi and Wario, much better. But like, <laughs> like uh, having Charlie Day, the absolute legend that he is, playing that is, yeah, that's made me pretty happy. Good cast. Uh, you been playing Toad. I reckon it's gonna be really cool. Who's this? Yes, you're from K and Pill. You watch that? Nah, sorry. Oh no, he's gonna be really good. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? Is that all of them? Oh no, uh, uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Seth Kong. Seth Rogen's playing Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey yeah. Kong's in this fucking film. Yeah, Seth Rogen's doing the voice for him. Okay, Which is that real? Funny. I thought because I, I I saw that. No, no, that's real. It was on, that it's was on like the announcement thing. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> um, and then obviously Crip. Chris Pratt is uh, doing the voice of Mario. Yeah. Which will be <laughs> funny. It's fine. Hopefully. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Also, I thought it was a live action, to be honest, at first. I was, I was a bit, when I saw your tweet and realised this was like going to be a cartoon, which will be indefinitely better than if they were doing this as a live action, but like I was kind of looking forward to just seeing, you know, Chris Pratt chub up a bit and don the plumber outfit and like having Charlie Day there in person. I was, I was quite excited, but yeah. A little bit disappointed it isn't going to be just a shitty wearing costumes Bowser. I think you're the only person who's disappointed in this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I like a crap film sometimes, you know. One where it's definitely, like, you know when it's going to be a complete train wreck from the get-go? Yeah. That's what have that would the, be if it was live action. Have you seen the previous Mario Bros. film? No, but if it's... Oh, there you that, go. You've got that for you. go and watch it. <laughs> watch, that's exactly what you it. want this film to be. <laughs> go and watch it, Callie. It is... It's a thing that exists. I don't suppose it's in out of licensing yet. How old is it? It would be nineties, won't it? So Yeah. It's entirely set in New York as well. <laughs> of course, obviously, where Mario lives. Not not, <laughs> not a mushroom game in New York. He is a plumber though, he's an actual plumber in that film, which you don't see much of in the game, so that's yeah, a bonus. That's good. He goes down pipes yeah. all the time, he's always plumbing, technically. Yeah, but he's not plumbing plumbing, though, is he's not I mean I just look at that as actually Mario's just done magic. I've always thought as I've got older, that Mario is just a genuine plumber in the real world, and he's just been smashed out of his face on mushrooms all the time. Yeah, I could buy that. <laughs> literally, yeah. yeah. Actually, all of the Mario games that you've been playing up to now, you've just been playing a man who is actually just going around people's houses and fixing their plumbing while smashed out of his face on mushrooms. Running around New York, jumping really? on people, jumping on something. Just, you know, this, uh, this make uh, being a plumber sound more fun. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I'd be up for that if that was if that was what it was like. Actually, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. Terrifying, I wouldn't. I'm terrible. Honest. I'm terrible at Mario games. <laughs> I die all the time. Do you never played uh, Odyssey? Has anyone played that? I've got it. I've not played it yet though. What? <laughs> no, fair enough. I've got tons of games I haven't played, but I thought like you know you'd be well into that, like because I'm not like Switch Nintendo guy. Yeah, not not a massive okay. Mario person. Like I, I like Mario. I'm glad he exists, but I'm not really massively into platformers. Yeah. 
Know, Mario's when it's easy, I like, but I don't think I've ever got past a few levels. Wario no. World, I played on the uh, Game Boy Color for ages, which I fucking loved. I think the last Mario game I remember playing was the DS port of Mario 64, which, which, which was about it. But I only played that. I was like, oh my God, it's like, this is my childhood. It's an N64 game on Switch. Not on Switch, on a DS even. So what I'm hearing is like none of us have really given give any damn to Mario and like yeah. No, but I'll probably go and see the film. I was going to see Charlie Tapey, Luigi. I'm okay. actually more into um. I want to play uh Luigi's Mansion because like it's oh. him hunting ghosts. That sounds like I've a sick, that. sick idea. I played it. <laughs> play some damn games. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, lot of stuff going on. Not gaming. <laughs> Fair enough. I, uh, I mean, I, not that. Oh, black game. and white. Uh, sorry, carry on. I was gonna say we should probably mention. I don't really give a flying fuck if I'm honest, because I don't see the point in it. But there is apparently a new free update for Animal Horizon, Animal Horizon, Animal Crossing: New Horizon coming out, and they're doing a live streaming event for it in October, which was announced. And I was like, oh, maybe we're getting the KK Slider back catalog, which is hey. the only thing in that game I actually <laughs> give two shits about. I like Animal Crossing. It's, 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 I, I keep forgetting to visit my island. I might just try to make my island look as bad as possible because you can just get loads of rubbish and just put that <laughs> everywhere. Trash island. So then you, get, you, always, you always get like one, one villager or island or whatever who's just like a dick and you just want to get rid of them and they just won't go. You just hit them with a thing, trying to, trying to tell them they're not welcome there. And they just don't get the fucking message. You stab them with a sword and they're like, oh, that's a bit painful. Yeah, I wish you could murder people at Animal Crossing. I think it'd make it a more interesting game. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but also you should seek help. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just... Okay, I'll finish the show. I think we've basically talked about everything. It doesn't look like good. I mean, that controller... There was no, no Pokemon updates, no Zelda updates, and other than Bayonetta, oh. I was a bit like, eh. Oh, the, there's um... a new Super Mario Party game as well. Oh, they had the... What's it called? Hyrule Warriors, whatever... Oh, yeah, there's another. Yeah, there's a there's a second season of Hyrule Warriors coming out. Um, I think that's a, me being cynical. Is probably off the back end of the success of Persona Five Strikers. To be fair, could it not be off the success of uh, Hyrule Warriors One? Just, well, it's just, not, just it's not Hyrule Warriors Two. It's just it's just another. No, there was a Hyrule War- Warriors which did really well. I thought this was number two. Yeah, Hyrule Warriors did really well, but it didn't do as well as Persona Five Strikers because that's just a better game. Like you're just planting some seeds, it's kind of big up, big up. Fight me, Zelda fans! Fight me. <laughs> It'll be easy. He plays too many JRPGs. You, you, you'll take him. That's just being mean against JRPG creeps, which I'm, I'm pretty say, sure I'm in the room with two of them. An alienated <laughs> entire subsection of gaming fans. There. That's fine. I'll take, I'll take it. They know I'm not even a gamer. I just wear Super Metroid shirts and just read it, so I knew what this was. Could have been anything. <laughs> um right well that's 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 that taken care of nintendo directs um how yeah. how exciting what, uh, what, what, one thing i would say though like, like talk about the controllers being a uh, shit they are sure but at least it's like a wireless one there's like this uh controller you can get for the xbox the hyperkin is the brand it's the duke and it has like the circle in the middle it's the old school it's the original sort of xbox giant controller um but like it's got a circle in the middle and it's a screen and the little startup thing with the blob from the original Xbox plays on there and it's really cool, but it's wired. And I don't want a wired controller. So I'm really hoping at some point they'll bring out like a wireless version so I can you know, add it to my collection. 
I like a wired controller. It saves saves me having to charge. No, but to us, my PlayStation controls are just wired controllers because I just leave them dead. Uh, I, I, I don't like wires if we're going to help it as much as possible. Uh, I think more wires. I vote for more wires <laughs> in the world. I'd like... You ever see Tetsuo, the Iron Man, that, like, J, J, Japanese horror film where that man just slowly becomes a machine It's all wires everywhere? That's what, that's what the future I'd like. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, right. Well, we went. We initially I hadn't planned to do a, a uh, RoboCup today because of I thought you know Nintendo Direct that's going to give us so much to talk about. Turns out it didn't. It did. Yeah, it was a bit, <laughs> a bit lackluster, really. Uh, so let's, let's 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 do this. I know you guys have sort of prepared games in your minds anyway to argue over. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to Riku, tell us what you're going to be representing. Um. Because I was given very little time to prepare, um, I am going to talk about the one of the best JRPGs ever made, which is celebrating its 25th anniversary of the whole franchise. I'm going to talk about Persona 5 Royal. Persona 5 Royal. <laughs> Get that in there now. Yeah, I'll have some points to bring up on that as well myself later, which don't look too favourably. Uh, and uh, T, what, what, what are you uh, referring? Um, which I think is also celebrated its 25th anniversary this year oh, uh, po- po- Pokemon uh, Heart Gold and Solid Silver not that game but the franchise is getting this 25th this year I believe but they're the ones you're representing Heart Gold and Silver yes okay cool Solid um, Silver, Solid Silver yeah. are they like re-releases of the just to get me started so my Pokemon knowledge is pretty minimal so they're re-releases yeah. of original Gold and Silver I assume yeah okay yeah. cool well, that makes sense then with our Persona 5 Royal, which is a re-release with additional parts. I assume that's the same with their yeah, additional parts. Uh, yeah. I, I can't remember <laughs> what's different. It's a bit better looking. Oh, you, your Pokemon follows you. Oh, that's pretty remember sick. That. Yeah, I can deal with that. All right, uh, yeah, take us away, Riku. Tell me, tell me why this game should win the Robo Robo Cup. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a scene for you. Um, Picture in the scene, very right pretty now. scene, like like Bob Ross. Really, there are some pretty little trees. Um, uh, no, so um, Persona Five is was well Persona Five Royal rather the Royal, get the name right, um, is the extended and expanded version of the original Persona Five game, uh, which came out in two thousand and sixteen. Persona Five the Royal came out in twenty eighteen as an expanded version of that, very similar to how they did Persona uh, Persona Four, and then Persona Four Golden. Uh, which kind of a thing uh, Atlas do. They'll release uh, the kind of main bulk of the game in an original one, and then they will completely rewrite, you know, large chunks of the story. They'll add in new mechanics, new traversal things, uh, new ways of doing combat. Um, And nine times out of ten, they will add to an already amazing soundtrack, which I'm going to get onto in a little bit. Uh, But Persona 5 Royal, it starts very much in the same vein as uh, the original Persona 5 game, um, where you're kind of escaping from one of the later game palaces because it was really nice about it both persona 5 and royal is they work in a cyclical narrative so you start the game at a moment which is a towards like right at the end of the second act of the game so it's like all very kind of like done in flashbacks and stuff it's really really cool i love the entire narrative structure of the persona 5 games to be fair they just on every level work um so you're escaping from one of the uh, uh palaces uh, from one of the late game bosses, palaces are the kind of dungeon crawly areas, which are all very thematically focused around a specific sin of humanity linked to the seven deadly sins. Um, and with that, 
you have uh, this cutscene, you're kind of going through it, and when you're playing it through, you think, oh, this is exactly the same as Persona 5. Why the hell have I spent an extra however much I spent on pretty much the same game? Um, and then literally within about five minutes of that kind of opening sequence, you bump into a brand new character um, who at the time you're like, oh, who is this person? They're wearing a slightly different costume and they've got a really cool, uh, they've got a really cool sword and they've got really cool gymnastic skills. And this is very exciting and I want to know more about them. Um, and then you do a little bit of a battle. You have some very mystical kind of eludatory dialogue with them, which kind of you sit there very confused about initially going, I have no idea who you are or why you're here. Um, but thanks for saving me, I suppose. And then they say, right, I'll see you later. I'm going to go off and do my own thing. And you're like, right, I'm very confused. This is not how the game started the last time around I played this. And then the game basically plays out in the same way. Initially, um, they bring in two new characters. So you've got the same Scooby gang from the first game and you work through this, the game in the same way. Your hand is up, Callie. What is the problem? I've not even got into the bulk well, of the interest. This is this. Stuff. What I'm saying here is, I don't. You you, you explained Royal to me as this, uh, you know, addition to Persona Five. But that you I don't know what Persona Five is. You haven't told me about that to know what I'm expanding on. Why would you bring me on here to talk about video games? If you, oh wait, yes, because you're not a gamer, are you? No. Okay. Right. So for the sake of argument, yes, I know a fair bit about Persona Five, but. I don't feel you've explained to me anything about Persona Five for me to then know what the expansion to Persona Five really is. So tell me, what is Persona Five? I hate you. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll just cut all that out in editing. It's fine. We won't. I'm cutting nothing. I never you cut anything. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you um, tell me about Persona Five now. Fuck's sake. All right. Fine. Okay. So Persona Five. Then we're gonna backtrack to 2016 my entire argument now i'm just going to delete the entirety (laughs) of my argument is gone now it's just it's gone um okay so uh persona 5 you play as joker he is a uh kind of uh japanese teenager who is basically accused of assaulting a very scary bold man with glasses who seems to be linked politically uh he sues you your parents then send you off to tokyo because you live out in the sticks somewhere uh, for uh, committing a crook, for apparently assaulting this man, which you don't, by the way, just as a side note, you kind of push it. He's drunk, trying to get all handsy with a woman, and you're playing all, you know, Captain Good good Samaritan. You're like, dude, back off. You give him a bit of a nudge, and funnily enough, he falls on his ass and then says, I'm going to sue your ass, and then you end up getting sent to Tokyo to live with someone your parents went to the cafe of um, because reasons. Um Anyway, you then find out that you have the ability to travel the metaverse, which is the kind of uh, layer, the kind of like collective unconscious of humanity, if you will. Um, and that by navigating this, you're able to change the hearts of people that would potentially do evil deeds. The game plays out. You meet some friends in your new school, uh, Ryuji, uh, who is a kind of like, you know, loud, shouty, was on the track team as a runner, bit of a, you know, standard delinquent sort. Uh, you then uh, make friends with uh, Aunt Takamaki, uh, who is the kind of like, you know, she's uh, half American in the game um, and is kind of like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, pretty girl. And everyone's like, oh, she's a whore. She's sleeping with the, P- the head of PE and blah, 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 blah. Tezo, she's not. Uh, but the head of PE is a bit handsy with students and just generally a piece of scum. Uh, so your first f- foray properly to try and change someone's hearts by stealing because there's the whole point of the fantasy is they steal the desires of corrupted humans uh is against the evil rapey pe teacher um and your first foray into his palace which is what they call the dungeons of persona 5 
you meet Morgana, who is the most adorable cat uh, creature ever. And it turns out later on in the game, spoiler alert, uh, for a five-year-old game at this point, uh, that he is actually the cat sonification, <laughs> TM, uh, the cat sonification of human hope. Uh, but you find that out way later on in the game and stuff. Um, the game, uh, narratively, it kind of it escalates with each uh, mission, with each of the palaces you enter. So the first palace, uh, Kamashida, who's a PE teacher, sees himself as king of the school, and therefore his palace is very much a kind of like proper Dungeons and Dragons level big fancy castle. Um, you then move on to meet uh, Yusuke, uh, who is an art student, and his uh, art teacher is uh, basically a con man who is uh, basically his mum had an epileptic seizure. And instead of calling for an ambulance because she was a very good artist, he just kind of stood and watched her die so that he could steal and sell her art. Um, mm. And then he feels a little bit of guilt. So he's just like, oh, uh, mm, mm, you've got a kid. I know I'll raise your kid because your kid will probably have the same artistic talents you do. And I will basically make him my painter and bitch and whatnot. Uh, he has a museum uh, and you then need to go in and uh, uh, relinquish, uh, vanquish his kind of desires of uh, greed and gluttony. Uh, to his uh, no, is it? I think it's gluttony. I'll double check that. I think it's gluttony. Yes. Yeah, but one really here to find out about is Persona Five Royal. You're so if you wouldn't mind uh, skipping over some of these. No, you want to talk about Persona Five? <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. Yeah. Shut your mouth. You fucking um, get what you get. You get what you get. I, I would get and what I, you I, get. Cool, and I'm looking honestly. I was that was just messing with you, but I do want to throw this over to T uh, oh. to tell me, <clears> like, just just I think I've heard a lot about Persona Five, and there's a limit to how much I can handle in one go of JRPGs. Like, you know. So we're gonna pass over to T to talk about another JRPG. Yeah, but one just about little animals, isn't it? So yeah. uh, T, tell tell me about Pokemon Gold. In fact, I don't know if it's just about animals. The last Pokemon game I played was Yellow. Or that let's go yellow version, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe Pokemon Gold is about Ray PPE teachers, for all I know. Well, Do tell me about it. I do. Well, um, so like in so there's this game, this little known little known game called Pokemon, and yeah, it rings a bell. <laughs> sort of go around getting Pokemon, beating gyms, become Pokemon masters. Well, good. You want to play? He did. <laughs> For fuck's sake! How many hours you played it? Is that is that where we're going to review this one? Is this another binding of Isaac? <laughs> well, no, but like Riku's like, oh, this is all this grand stuff, and you just sort of like, you know, you know, when you're a kid, right? You you watch the anime, you get the programming, and you learn to love Pokemon, and then you just it just carries with you, and you can't stop it. It's it's you get you get you, you collect the Pokemon, you, you train them. And then you get the link cable, or on the, there's one you have a link cable, you have a Bluetoothy thing, and you do beat your friends or have be beaten by them. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just that and that. What do you want to know about it? Do you want to know the story? story? Yeah, yeah please. Yeah, what's story. the story? Like, are you Ash Ketchum? <laughs> is your enemy no, Gary? No, here's, here's a plus actually to Persona Five. Is you get to t choose your own name. I've got to say, like, you don't need to give pluses to Persona Five. I'm not being funny. Or, you or get you to need choose your own. No, no, right. no, you get to choose your own name in Persona Five as you well. You said you're called Thank Joker. You. You said you're no, 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 no. That's that's your alter ego when you're a kind of you know, oh, no. uh, you know, I'd like to phantom do that, of justice. Though. I'd like to choose that name. I said thing I didn't like with RPGs. I like to sort of like make my character, and then I have what that character is in my head, and then I do that, and I sort of. 
don't know. I don't like. I don't like any any element of it because I hate Fallout Four because you kind of got told this is your story and you have to sort of follow that. But I've not played Persona Five, so I'm making assumptions here. Um, do you get? Do, do you get to like? No, so you I are very play. much playing as a role in that in Persona Five. You're not. You're it is, character. It's a, it's a very linear narrative, but at the same time, there are kind of like certain decisions you can make and certain kind of conversational bits. It, it is quite linear, but it is very. Like it's in terms of gameplay mechanics and stuff, you know, you spend half your time dungeon crawling, kicking the crap out of monsters, and then basically making them your effectively. It's like Pokemon for grown ups. You go into a battle against a bunch of monsters, you beat the crap out of them, and then you have the ability sometimes to kind of be like, join my team. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, fine. No, I'll join your team because I'm scared of you kicking the crap out of me. Sometimes, however, they'll turn around and go, ha, surprise motherfucker, and attack you uh, (laughs) even more. Um, so yeah, it's, it is kind of like Pokemon for grown-ups for a while. I say grown-ups, right. it's Pokemon for 15 plus, 16 plus, as the uh, age rating on it says by glancing over at my box version of it over there. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so yeah, to say in the game, right, you're, you're, I'm trying to remember it now, that's the, 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 the complex story of it. <laughs> so, you, you know, you, you wake up and... You're an you... animal enslaver, and you're on your <laughs> route to go so... combat some animals. Yeah, well, no, they're they're your friends actually. Okay. Um, uh, they, they like fighting. What about apparently. the ones in the box? What about the ones what? you put in the oh, box and then yeah, never no. see again? I always feel really bad about. Are they that. your friends? Yeah, you, you go, you go in like you go to these like you know, places and they're like, oh, we've got these legendary birds that protect us, or these legendary animals that protect the people. You just go catch and, and never use Mine. it. Stays in, it just stays in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Hope your island's going to be okay without your legendary yes, god. Mine, I all mine. Of them. <laughs> want all of them. I've got all of them now. Yeah, so you go, you meet, is it <laughs> you meet Professor Birch, and uh, he's all like, you know, you've got to go get me the thing in the shop or something. I can't remember. You go get the thing, come back, and guess what? Oh, he gives you a starter Pokemon. Uh, you get, like, was it Super Dial, um, Cinequil, or was it? Oh, it's that little bean. A little bean. Uh, I know what you're on about. A little Chikorita. Yeah, yeah, she's on the bell. Yeah, you come back, right? Um, it's been stolen, isn't it? You stole Which the has? other one. The other Pokemon. Uh, the, not the one you picked. The other one, the one that's powerful against your one, that got stolen. That's and then you, meet the, you meet the guy. You meet the guy, and he's all like, "Oh, go fight you," because I'm a bad guy. It's this complex morality stuff going on in this game. <laughs> is, that actually, is that actually what he says? Is that like the actual dialogue? I'm going to fight you because I'm a bad guy. Yeah, I'm a bit of a bastard. I'm going to fight you. I stole this Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so you fight him. But the thing is, with this game, you've had a while to train up your Pokemon. So you're a, a bit higher a bit higher than him. So you beat him. And that's quite good. Then you go, go to the gyms, get the badges. You want to get the badges so you can beat the Elite Four. Um, is it the same Elite oh, Four? As no, in from like, it was yeah, a like... different island, different island. No, but but it's a good bit about this game, right? So it's, this is this game is essentially two games. The way you sell this to me, it's almost like you're trying to sell me something out of like a jacket uh, market. <laughs> <laughs> see, you wait, see, so you the think about this one. What you want to know about oh, no, this right. is you ain't no, gonna get I'm a better just, deal than this I'm anywhere not... on the entire I... market. I'm going through the game ahead and I'm remembering all the stuff that happens now. So you beat the Elite Four, right? Oh, you beat that dick. You beat him. He's no good. He's gone, Hi. right? Beat the Elite Four. He has no interest in Elite Four. He's just a, he's just a bad guy who goes around. <laughs> he's just a bastard. Bad guy. You were children in this. Are you a child still? I suppose. <laughs> Is I the one know. that stole the other Pokemon a child? He might be. I, don't, I can't remember. He might okay. be. I just want to know if he's going around like stealing things and then beating up children or if it's he's like... Probably, 
yeah, uh, he could be a child. I don't know. It specifies age. He's just a bad guy, and you don't want to stay away from him. Um, so yeah, you like you beat the elite four, right? And you're like, oh, that's the game over. No, it's not. You go back to Kanto, don't you? Kanto, the yeah, original Kanto. place is that? Yeah, get, get, yeah, get, get back to town. Kanto. Yeah, go back to Kanto. You you beat all of their of all of their under level gym leaders. <laughs> None of them are high, they're all like really low level, but they've all got a new team, a little bit of a new team, so that's fine. Is it the same guys, um, same gym leaders, like is Brock there? Well, except for, yeah, all of them except for uh, Giovanni, because Gary's took an all red, or I know, yeah, blue, blue took, took over that, that team. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the bad guy from the, from the old, original he game is now he running wasn't a bad. He no, he was just another guy, kid, though. weren't he, though? That's the thing. I feel sorry, I feel sorry for Blue, because his granddad's just, like, a dick to him. Like, he becomes a champion, and he's like, it's because you're nice to your Pokemon or some shit. I prefer right, this other kid him. who's potentially also mine. So, yeah, you beat, you beat the Elite Four, right? In that game, they've got new shit going on, so they've got some new Pokemon. And then, then you get to beat, you get to fight Red, which is, you know, you from the last game. Oh like really? Really high level Pikachu and all of that shit. So that's is he? I'll take it because he's the champion of the elite. Yeah, he's, yeah. You can fight him. He's like in like a cave somewhere. It's like really epic. It's doesn't not... doesn't sound like your life went that well after Pokemon Red, really. No, he's waiting. Elite he's four, waiting. And now you have to go live in a it's cave. He's the best. No, because he's the best. And he's like he's waiting. He's waiting for someone to beat him. And is then that is that a life you want to live? Just waiting around for some other person to come along and beat you while you live in a cave? That's... Is it in no. the same cave where you fight Mute, where you catch Mewtwo in blue and red? No, it's a different cave, I believe. Oh, Mount Moon. That's the thing I remember. I, I can't remember. I think it is a different cave. Zubat Central. Every cave in those games is Central. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's the game. It's a that's great quite game. exciting, to be honest. I didn't expect that twist. It's good Fight, fighting yourself from the original. I don't suppose you have the um, like. Is it connected? Like. Will it no. be your Pokemon or anything? No, it will be your Pokemon. I just mean because you're red and like yeah, yeah. I, I always try to be like copied across. It's kind like... of like Ash. It's kind of Ash's team. He's got a Pikachu, a really high level Pikachu. He's got Snorlax, um, Charizard, Ivysaur, Blastoise. Um, like, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's no Butterfree yeah. though. No Butterfree. No Butterfree. Yeah, that's fine. That's well, sad. he had to. He's, he no, had he's to. been kind. He's yeah. been kind. But I'm not going to start talking about the no, anime again like I did last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> You haven't got that many arguments for the game, so if you want to bring in the anime to help help buff it up. No, it's just unrelated. It's just been me whinging about Ash the anime. He just keeps getting rid of his team and starts again. <laughs> when he could have been making perfectly good use of the fucking box system. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't use a box system. <laughs> Sorry, Buffy, you can't go, but where you can go is this great computer, a computer box. computer program. I hope it's yeah. nice um, in there. Yeah, can... do, you remember, do you remember Pokemon, Kelly? Are you a fan? Yeah, I like the TV series. Um, and I played Yellow. No, I mean the games. The games. Are you all about the games when you were young? Uh, young yeah, well, I played Pokemon Yellow. Wide-eyed child. I played, played Pokemon Yellow. That's the one I had where I had Pikachu following me about, which is always... Yeah. Oh, your Pokemon is following you in this one as well. Your first Pokemon you have in your thing will follow you around. It's, so only, and it's only your first one it will get to. Oh, your first, in the first slot. Oh, right. Slot, no matter what Pokemon. Yeah, it will follow you around. See, they had that in um, Pokemon Let's Go recently. Yeah. Is it called Let's Go? Like, Let's and go. Um, you can have like kind of any of them following you, even when they're terrifyingly large. So yeah. it's not like cute little Pikachu, ch- ch- you know, chipping around behind you. You can have like freaking Onyx chasing after you. I liked having Snorlax following me around because it was funny. <laughs> just walking around with this giant Snorlax, just kind of like whomping around <laughs> behind you. I was like, yes. Um, yeah, but yeah I, I played. I played Pokemon when I was young. Like. Um, 
I don't know if I've not really gone into any of the others since. It's weird actually because I, I tried playing XY because yeah. someone bought me that and I, I never completed it, but I was enjoying it. I don't know. I think it's just anything is like kind of leveling up turn-based combat just doesn't hook me anymore. So, um, well, unfortunately, which... both of these games. So... Yeah, I know. Really, <laughs> both of them. Yeah, but there's going to have to be a winner. That's the thing. I've got to pick between. So, yeah, I know they're great. Like I know I would like they are good games and stuff. So I can uh, I can appreciate them still, even if they're not things I tend to play. But um, I'm going to pass this back over to you, Riku, for the next probably one eighth of like the mad convoluted story that is Persona Five. It's not that convoluted, to be fair. You're basically a bunch of teenagers. I mean, in in Persona 5 Vanilla, which is what the fandom kind of refers to as the original Persona 5 game, you sequentially recruit another person to your team and go on and battle another mean grown-up who's basically a bastard and has a distorted desire that's taken the form of a sin. So, you know, you've got your pervy pedo gym teacher. You've got your extortative art teacher mm. you've then got there's like some kind of like guy who's like outer level kind of uh yakuza there's a bit of a connection here between bad people bloke. and teachers just yeah <laughs> it's what it is <laughs> uh, basically uh you then you then got some criminal blokey uh then you've got plot twist plot twist you then have to go into and restore the distorted desires of someone who becomes your team member, who is the adoptive daughter of the man whose cafe you're living above. You know when I said like, and, and I'm like, so I'm, get it, I'm keeping this as concise as possible. Yeah, I thank get you. it. I, I, I so shut that, up. Basically, so <laughs> um, then you go on, and then there's another plot twist because you get another girl in your team, and it turns out that you've got to take her dad's distorted desires. And then there's like this whole second thing where there's a guy who you're friends with and who's a TV personality, but he's investigating you, and he's a baddie as well. And he's going around and he's actually killing people in the metaverse. And if you kill someone in the metaverse, they die in real life by having a mental shutdown. It's quite sad and depressing. Anyway, this girl who jumps on your team, who's all very bubbly and up and nice and stuff. She goes and fights her dad. And after you beat him and bugger off, he gets shot dead by the big bad. I like that T's just like, I'm going to light another cigarette because I'm going to fucking need it. Um, <laughs> I was doing it like, then, so it didn't, didn't, didn't get on the camera, yeah. but you said it. So, <laughs> <at least>. What? <laughs> um, uh, then you go and then it turns out that, you know, the sister of one of the people that's been in your party for a while, uh, Makoto, her older sister, she's investigating you and she's got distorted desires and you've got to go and stop her. Uh, then Joker gets arrested. So you then have to stage his suicide to make everyone think he's dead when he's not really dead. Uh, and then it turns out that the bit, what you think is the big bad, I'm going to say what you think is the big bad because it's a Persona game and there's always like some giant angry deity that's trying to do something like destroy the world or control all of humanity or something like that. What you think is the final boss is that bastard who was getting all handsy with a woman at the start who Joker put on his ass because he was drunk. Well, that makes uh, sense. So you, you have this lovely like little full circle moment where you fight, mm. battle him. Uh, and then you have to go on. You go and beat uh, Yaldabaoth, who is the uh, Sumerian god of control. Uh, turns out that he's actually been the person who's been running the whole show and basically wants to control all of humanity by making us all mindless drones who just get up, go to work, come home, and rinse, repeat, basically. Uh, by basically yeah. removing free will from humanity. So you defeat him. What elevates Royal from that, though? Because now, now that I've explained Persona one, 5... One second. Spoiler alert for about 20 seconds ago, just just in case anyone was ever going to play this game. Like just wanna, and, and more spoiler alert for Persona 5 <laughs> Royal. Because uh, Persona 5 Royal, not only does it introduce two new characters, 
the girl, Kasumi, who is awesome, and she's kind of like part on your team, but part not, and she kind of helps you out and stuff. Uh, you also get a guy called Dr. Maruki, who is the school's counselor, who they bring on after to deal with the aftermath of the rapey PE teacher. And he's really nice and really lovely, and he's had a really tragic past, and his girl, his fiance, basically had a bit of a meltdown after someone breaking down. It's all very sad, really, and you kind of feel sorry for him, and you bond with him, and you help him write a paper on cognitive science and all this other stuff. Um, and then you basically you play through the whole of Persona 5 vanilla so you know you beat all of the baddies in their palaces but the combat's a bit different so each kind of like boss fight they add an extra section to it to make it a little bit more interesting and add more mechanics to it which is quite fun Um, you know kind of like one of the standout moments is when you're battling so one of the girl whose dad you fight Hari uh, when you're battling um, her dad in his kind of palace uh, he brings out his cognitive version of what he thinks she should be who basically stands there as a meat shield in front of him. So you have to kick the crap out of her first. And it's all very like, oh my God, it's her. And she's like, that's not the real me. Power of friendship time. Kick ass. Um, I'm going to kick the crap out of myself sort of thing. Um, and you also get a grappling hook as well, which means that you can explore more of the palaces and pick up these things called wheelsies, which turn into cool items, which do other things, give you more abilities. So you don't need to kind of like pram pack your personas with them because you'll have like one of them you get quite early on is an AOE heal spell. Uh, which is really useful. So that means that you don't need to have a specific party healer in your group. You can just put this accessory on them and they've got access to the ability to AOE heal people, which is quite nice. Uh, also takes the stress away. But then like that climactic battle against the uh, the guy who kind of was like, I'm going to sue you and make you a criminal and everything else because I was a drunken perv and you put me on my ass. Um, you then, towards the end of his boss fight, he basically knocks all of your party away. And then you have to have this really epic one-on-one -on -one showdown of Joker versus Shido. And it's like really, really cool. And it's got... I'm going to come on to the soundtrack in a minute, but the soundtrack for that entire fucking... I was going to say, you don't, you don't have to tell us the story um, from beginning to end. You like... asked me to. You no, asked me no, to. Just you the asked setup. me to tell just you about the setup. Yeah, tell me about the story. Um, I didn't realise we were going to go all the way through yeah, it. Shut up. Shut play up. Play by play. This concise. This is concise by my standards. It doesn't need right? to tell me. <laughs> anyway, Persona 5 Royal then adds an entire new... You've got to do, meet certain criteria throughout the main game. So you need to like max out Dr. Mariki. You've got to max out Kasumi to like the max at that point to then unlock the third semester. Um, and the third semester, it turns out that after you beat the God of Control, you've got this big plot twist, which I'm not going to actually tell you, but it leads to probably two of the most amazing pieces of music in the entire game. Which brings me on to my next argument. I'm just looking at the glazing eyes of the two of you on Zoom, like, fuck me, there's more. Um, uh, and the soundtrack. Persona 5 probably has the best fucking soundtrack well, Persona 5 Royal, rather, has probably the best fucking soundtrack of a video game I have played ever. And, you know, I love the Final Fantasy games and all their soundtracks, but there's just the Persona 5 soundtrack. It kind of mixes kind of like jazz music with rock music and then big orchestral music. It just merges them beautifully and it helps create the scene as well. And you've got like, you know, with Royal, they kind of added in new tracks that really kind of just built stuff more into the game and all of the lyrics in the whole kind of like for each of the kind of like lyricized pieces that are done by Lin Inazumi uh, who kind of is the vocalist for all of the tracks and stuff are all very much focused around the events occurring in the game um, so yeah that that is Persona 5 and the Royal in a very 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 vague concise nutshell you know mechanically Great. it's amazing the turn-based combat is brilliant as well like it's I was not going to ask like, what the combat was because so far I know every detail about this guy's life, but I wouldn't really sure about the story. The combat's <laughs> brilliant. It's turn-based, 
but it's dynamic turn-based and the soundtracks for each of the like when you're battling and stuff are kind of like they're designed to get you pumped up you know you could be on hour 20 of traipsing through the same dungeon and you're just like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing i kind of lose i'm getting a bit fatigued you hit so you get like you know an ambush a surprise attack on a baddie and the friggin' banging guitar of a soundtrack comes into play and you're just like yeah let's go you know absolutely knackered that soundtrack comes on you're like yeah let's do it and then you've got you know life will change which is a kind of like big banging soundtrack for when you're doing the heists to kind of like pre-boss battles which is amazing as well and just everything about it and in in the royal they take like two other pieces of music with life will change and merge it into a song called i believe which is all about kind of like challenging your fate and the power of friendship and all the other stuff that basically goes into making a well-crafted jrpg because it doesn't matter who you're fighting as long as you've got friends T. Yeah. T. T. Tell me, is there is there a power of friendship in, in Pokemon? Yeah, of course. Uh, you've got the friendship between you and your Pokemon. Is, well, is that not a kind of master and slave style friendship, though? No, I wouldn't say so. I think, uh, I think, because you have, like, you know, in a lot of games, you've got different things you do with them. You've got, like, in some of them you do co- comp- contests where you, like, you, like, dress them up. We'll get really interested. Yeah, you do dress them up. You put them in, like, do little moves and stuff to, like, as, like, little dance and stuff. It's like friendship. I say, your mate, you want to see him on the stage doing shit. Sometimes you, you want to make him them. perform for you as well as fight for you. So you yeah, you just, up and... in, the, in the new one, Sword and Shield, you like have the little camps, you give them little curries, you give them a pet. Uh, yeah. I think, oh, actually, um, in Heart Gold and Solid Silver, wasn't there like a little Tamagotchi thing that came with it that you could put your Pokemon in, a little pedometer? Yeah. Um, and like you could so that's a friendship thing you're taking it out in your every day so. how i got my umbreon <laughs> yeah because friendships yeah because yeah. you, you can only evolve them through friendship like yeah, uh, umbreon like, uh, and uh, espion were friendship only okay. so i, I so used is... to go for tracks i mean i'm not surprised there's another yeah essentially a jrpg so power of friendship is almost certainly going to be in there plus anime yeah. um what about the music how are we how are we doing on the music front in pokemon the yeah, only thing great. i can think of is that's like cave music, isn't it? No, that's the uh, healing. Lavender Town. It's when you heal oh, someone. Yeah, Lavender Town. It's not a bit of Lavender Town. Yeah. Good, isn't it? Love it. I mean, yeah, Most, it's okay. Do you know what? They blend. They blend like jazz and rock music and orchestral <laughs> yeah, music. Are you just copying what bring it down, said? Bring it down to, to 8-bit. It's purest form. <laughs> <laughs> I call bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> Good, good attempt, good to try. <laughs> well, one thing it's like, I, I've heard Persona 5 soundtrack is actually pretty damn good. Like, I was just, I just thought I'd have a quick look, being the big old, you know, consumerist I am. I was like, oh, I wonder if I can pick that up on vinyl. You know, I love a good game <laughs> soundtrack. You can, but it's like 500 bucks. So it's just, I don't know. No, there is a vi- there is an actual Persona 5, the Royal vinyl soundtrack coming out later this year as part of the 25th anniversary. Ah, I've I am... already pre-ordered it for like 60 quid on Amazon. Ooh, okay. Still a bit. But yeah, I, I'm just wondering if Pokemon would be the kind of music you'd want to listen to outside of Pokemon. Yeah, actually, no, not not this game, but the game, like the later games, um, like um, like Sword and Shield, fucking love the music in that. I, uh... oh, to be fair, Sword and Shield soundtrack is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like some really makes good it good. Songs. Is it not just the standard? Oh, it's like, like some really epic music in it. It's really okay. good. It's not the standard because it's like yeah, it's like modern games, isn't it? So it's got some really. It's really got cool. like proper orchestrated shit. Like the final boss against the big scary monster at the end of it was like. Oh, it's great! Love fucking awesome. 
Should have picked that one. That, 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 that sounds like it had more more chances. Like, you know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, these are much better games than Sword. I like Sword and Shield, like, but they're not like. Can I? Not, can I have you tell me something? Because there's one thing I heard about um, about I think it's these particular games where you go to space or something, or is that not this one? What are you on about? Same five or? No, nah, no, nah, Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, not these ones. No. No. Is that? Oh, that was um, uh, the, the ones with Team Galaxy. Was that black and white? Maybe. Sure. Oh, I can't remember which one? Uh, it might be. I don't think it's black and white. Is it black and white? Oh, it might be actually. I'm pretty black sure it's the, the animal liberating, isn't it? They're the animal liberating ones. Yeah, it's, it's whichever one's got Team Galactic in it because they kind of like build a spaceship and stuff and then raise the Pokemon League. They like try and take over the Pokemon League or something like right towards the end of the game and oh, then you have to go. Actually, like... um, just started playing black and white. I got it for my birthday. Ah. So it's, it's fine. I, I I don't know how much I like the Pokemon in it. Which is the Pokemon one? Is that Pokemon in that? I know that's a side. They changed all, in black and white. They changed all the Pokemon. Like, there's no of the old Pokemon. In it. Oh really? All new Pokemon. Yeah. That's fine though if they're good, right? I mean, technically yeah. the first Pokemon game had all new Pokemon. Like that was good, right? This <laughs> just love just a load of Pokemon. new Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it seems alright so fine to give it a proper proper play. Beat the first I game. Have mixed views on the black and white series because I may or may not have got a very strange looking HMV when I was at uni because uh, I think it was black and white 2 came out and I was joking around with one of my friends because it was when 50 shades of grey was big so I went to the counter of HMV with uh, I think it was white 2 and a copy of 50 shades of grey and the old woman at the counter gave me the most perplexed look I have ever received in my life <laughs> from a shopping counter person is this HMV yeah, HMV, 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 where I was at uni, this would literally, I went to the counter and my friend went, I can't believe you're buying Pokemon in Fifty Shades of Grey. And this woman just looked at me like, what the hell? Hey, I can get the uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu soundtrack on vinyl. I just noticed that. That's pretty cool. Um, that movie? Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that movie? Really? Oh, I hated it. Really? I did it. I didn't hate I liked seeing all the Pokemon in real life. Yeah. Do you, just, um, you just wanted it to be more about Pokemon, though, right? Like no, I wanted it to be more about gyms and stuff. battling. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to battle in the gyms. I just... I liked it. I wouldn't mind. I w- it'd be cool if they did a live action in they're the same vein as that, but with proper. They're doing a live action Netflix Pokemon. No way. Series or film? I, I think it's know. a series. That's awesome. Do you think it's Do you think it's going to be like gyms and shit, or do you think it's going to be like sort of Detective Pikachu kind of? I, I'd imagine it would probably drama. be somewhere similar to the anime, to the fair. I to be the so. fair, to be fair. I, I hope so. it's similar to the anime because that was obviously a lot, hopefully, without a lot of Ash's general dilly dallying. It's like, you know, I was I, a few months ago, I was watching the Johto League and it was like, he's not even taken on one gym yet. Oh, and we're to, like 25 episodes in. Got to skip to the gym. That's the way I go through them. I just exactly. like, read the descriptions and find out whether it's a key episode or not. Because I just I can't. There's too much filler in those. It was just so gym. much filler. I was just like, oh, and it was just like, oh, I really need to get to the gym. I was like, really? You said that about 20 episodes ago, Ash. You're still <laughs> fucking doing nothing. So, yeah. Um, what, what do you reckon, Carly? What's your what's your what's your verdict? My what's verdict. Your... I was just I was gonna say. Do you know what? Slightly hard because of while I will maintain that like you know you you've done a better job than behind the Vizak. But you're up against Riku here, and Riku is pretty good at selling it. But he did put me off by telling me every last beat of the story. I didn't tell you every last beat of the story. You might as well have, frankly. I didn't. Not for Persona 5 The Royal. I, it, 
don't even start. Like, I don't want to hear any more about it. And this, that's the thing, it kind of put me off a fair bit. The soundtrack, though, I know is is absolutely banging. Um, I would say, play the soundtrack alone. The thing I'll talk about would be the stylization. It's just really... Well, you never, I didn't uh, get that far, did no, I? No, because you were just telling me about every inch argument. of the story. <laughs> Carl, you could you listen haven't... to the Persona 5 soundtrack while playing Pokemon. I've that done that, true. to I be fair, and it does work. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really sad, but I was literally, I was playing, like... Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, the, one of the DLCs, and I was literally sat there with my earphones in, listening to Last Surprise from Persona <laughs> Five. Like this works so well. So, like, yeah, it's, it's it's harder than you would expect, really. And what I do know a little bit about Persona is there is, uh, you know, there is monsters in there, but they're not as cute and lovely as the ones in Pokemon. But what I'm needing I mean, to not do my is argument like, on that. Would there's be, a dick who wouldn't want to play a game? Who wouldn't want to play a game? where you can summon a literal demon that looks like Satan sitting on a shitter. Yeah, that's pretty good. There's also a dick monster, though, isn't there? Like a dick monster. There are several dick monsters, to be fair. You've got the scary dick monster in a chariot of spikes. You've got the little chode monsters. Um, You've got, like, a weird imp with a giant, like, pink erection, which is a bit weird. There's a lot of sexualized content in it, to be fair. It's not a children's game at all. Like I said, it's Pokemon for grown-ups. So, so then I say my, my dilemma comes here where I'm like think of Pokemon of like it's actually quite cute and I kind of prefer the idea of playing through like a Pokemon but when I think of Pokemon it's not that game it's the anime I'm thinking of and if it was like the anime it would be well up there so say if they did Pokemon but in the stylization of like a Persona kind of game which would be awesome right um, you, you play the, the new games or uh, I play, they, they play Pokemon Let's the They've played the, changed the look of it many times. Yeah, it's it's quite it's, it's different. But the game you're repping here is from that still old school top down perspective, right? Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I keep Which... I keep I keep repping top down perspective games. Apparently, I'm fine <laughs> with some of those as well. But like, I think what makes me drive towards like giving it to Pokemon would be that it's Pokemon, and that then I have to realise that I'm just basing it on my love of the, the anime and all the characters. Yeah, that's fine. That's what. But that's not what it. this is about. This is about is, this game, it's... isn't it? So the Persona doesn't have like a anime that I've watched or like cute. It does characters. actually. Not that I've there watched. is a full not blown anime not for Persona Five. The whole game's a full blown anime. Very good. The, <laughs> yeah, the whole game is a full blown anime. To be fair, but I'm gonna give it to Persona Five. It's a tight looking game. It's got that soundtrack which is honestly a big selling point um and if i just take away my nostalgia for loving pokemon the anime that's, i think I've, I think I've got to give it as a better game that's that's the problem is pokemon's all nostalgia if you take that away from it if you take that away nothing left <laughs> you've been conditioned to love it and you accept that i was hoping i'd be able to just draw all the nostalgia for pokemon to go well i've got to give it to it because i've improved i like your flip flop <laughs> cool. it gets better it gets better Ah, oh, nice. What's the t-shirt? And wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, now we're going to get copyright sued. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, you can try and with nostalgia, and if you had someone here that had more nostalgia playing the Pokemon games, you might have might have swung that, but um, yeah, I played Pokemon Yellow, and I liked it back in the day. I haven't really played any of them since or been particularly interested in them, and I think I genuinely, once, like, if it ever, like, does drop around get, uh, Xbox... Um, or I can never be asked to plug in the PlayStation I've got. Oh, I doubt it. But... <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I don't want to make some money. But like, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, Switch. I'll, I'll Play it on Switch. Switch. I'm not on about Pokemon. I'm on about uh, Persona. Oh, I thought you were on about Pokemon. Oh, no, no, no. no. Persona 5. 
Um, but yeah, I kind of want to give it a go, even though I know it's a convoluted, making me want to blow my brains out, game. turn-based combat, just the stylization of it. And yeah. Stylistically, it is beautiful. It's just, you know, blacks, reds, and whites. It's like a... With, obviously, you've got like full like color of dungeons. But from back in the day. It literally, it is very fuck. reminiscent of American, <laughs> Idiot, of, of American Idiot with the use of black, reds, and whites. And just uh, everything about that game is amazing. I yeah. mean, to be fair, I couldn't choose between Pokemon and Persona 5 because... Well, that's why I'm here to make the big decisions. Pokemon Um, Also, there's that cat you mentioned, Morgana. Morgana. How cute. Like, I'm I'm well into that. So, um, that's an instant selling point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, T. But thanks for competing. Morgana is a sassy cat who turns into a car. I feel I'm going to start repping games I don't like. Because um... you know they're going to always like lose from your <laughs> like your your repping of it being because I played it a lot. Or if it's a game you don't like, it because I, I didn't play it. Like you, you know, pretend, throw I'll the hand. What to be honest, when I, like obviously Marcus couldn't isn't here today. He's uh, doing things or whatnot. But like the kind of idea is he's going to be on most episodes fighting against whatever someone brings in. So sometimes there might be games that he doesn't know anything about, and I'm going to give him ten minutes prep to just like quickly figure out what the game is and try and argue for it. So, yeah, you could probably argue for a game you hate or have never heard of. I mean, you couldn't. Like, <laughs> just say it. It would it'd be a terrible argument. you go, yeah, well, it's uh, it's a banjo and a kazooie, isn't it? Like, you know, what's not to like about a banjo and a kazooie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that, you've won that for me. I thought that's a great <laughs> argument. What is a, I'm, I'm intrigued to what a kazooie is. I know I like banjos, but a kazooie... That, that's it's a kazooie, isn't it? It's a kazooie, it's a kazooie, kazooie with like one of them. <laughs> Yep. Hey, what do you think that'll come on the N64? Uh, it is. It is. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, yeah. In fact, no, I've definitely seen it because Rare tweeted out about it earlier. Banjo Kazooie going to be on Switch. So that's do you think cool. they'll bring uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day onto it? I mean, probably. Did, like, you, did you ever play that? No, I've got it downloaded on my Xbox because they like, gave it away the other month and I've been meaning to give it a shock because it does look wild. Like adult yeah. comedy sort of adult comedy. I always wanted to play that as a kid and I never did. Nah, it's I actually... specifically remember being told no by my dad. Well, I remember that came out right at the end of the um of the N64's sort of life. Yeah. So like not many of them were printed, not many people bought them because everyone moved on to like PlayStation or whatever was against it at the time. And um because of that, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, if you have the cartridge, it's worth a shit ton of cash. Oh, only. Phone I, I remember seeing it. I remember wanting it, but then yeah, just I didn't really get new games back in the day. Um, but yeah, thank, thanks for being. Thanks for winning, Riku. That's, that's good. good. Has, has inspired me. I will try and play it. I keep saying that to every person that wins this. I'm like, I'm going to play it. And the only one I've done so far, I've or even got a step closer to is I bought Call of Duty, like Black Ops or something, based on a Bandit telling me it actually has a storyline, which shocked me, frankly. I thought it was just like that online co-op shit. Um, but yeah, so at some point I'll try and play Persona 5. Uh, now, where can we find you lovely people? Uh, do you want to go? In fact, I know, I know a lot of your stuff, Rick, so I'm going to go. T, do you want to go ahead and tell us where we can drop in on you? Oh, uh, Twitter, Dr. Rebub, uh, you know, spout the word doctor, not DR, or Dr. Rebub on Twitter. I'm on that on Twitch. I'm going to start twitching at some point. Uh, I was doing it and I stopped. Uh, so I probably should do that again. Uh, that's really it. Twitter's the one. That's what I use most. Yeah, and uh, on, of course, coming up, you've got uh, some podcasts. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a podcast and we'll talk secret, about secret project. Uh, oh, podcast. Um, when's, <laughs> this, when's this coming out? Uh, it's coming out on Sunday. 
Oh, yeah, well, it won't be out by then. So. No, but I don't know when you're going to be back on. To, to... <laughs> you're bad to this promotion thing. You've got like, these great ideas, and then it's like, do you want to talk about it? No, I don't, don't want to mention it, really. Not big yeah, deal. I'm just like, um, just making a podcast interviewing loads of my uh, anarchist punk mates and different <laughs> people about like really radical um, and like esoteric ideas. It's called, we call counterculture. Uh, uh, so that's got that, and we've got our secret project, which I won't mention yet. But yeah, that's uh, secret, still dropping, a secret for at least a few more days. Dropping next month, hopefully. So yeah, keep an eye on that, YouTube's that, for that. Excited for, uh, yeah, that's it. It's the things. And then I'll um, pass over to Riku. Tell us where we can find you after. I've just I've just witnessed him talking to. I assume the dog. Yeah, I'm being chuffed out by a dog. So there's like <laughs> chuffing or barking while I'm talking in the next few seconds. That's why. That's adorable. Um. Uh, so I'm obviously I'm on uh, Twitter at Riku underscore Noct. That's N O C T, um, and on Twitch at Riku Noct as well. Um, and I'm back after two weeks of dreadfully shite internet. Um, I'm going to be back streaming on the Robot Republic uh, YouTube channel and on Twitch on Monday night, continuing my uh, Bloodborne stream. Uh, and then we've also got a Psychonauts stream coming out uh, on Friday, which will be the very, very, very delayed because of all the internet problems I've been having recently. Uh, start of that. Uh, and then we've also got some more YouTube content dropping over the next couple of weeks, along with Critical Update, which I'm going to apologize for the shit, shit, shit show quality of the first one that dropped yesterday uh, as well on the Robot Republic YouTube channel. Awesome. Um, and yeah, for everything else, like uh, check out our other podcasts. We've got... Treehouse, the horror one, uh, Into the Nerdverse, uh, the wrestling one, which is Recharge Wrestling, all can be found just by searching Robot Republic Network on any way you get your podcasds. Uh, check out everything else. Well, I norm- I'd listen to the way I normally big up uh, you on, on YouTube, but you just done that for yourself. So everything else, just check out robot-republic.com. All right, bye. 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 The Gaming Manifesto. 